and welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. I'm Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for tuning us in this week. It's opening night in the BCHL, and we have another action-packed episode with a guest from each division around the league. Before we get too far into it, there is some franchise news from the Interior Division specifically. Earlier this week, the West Kelowna Warriors announced they'll be retaining Jeff Grimwood as the team's head coach after some indecision through the preseason. Grimwood had taken overhead duties after Ryland Furster stepped aside on August 20th. Formerly an assistant coach in Powell River, Grimwood's head coaching debut is Friday as the Warriors visit the Trail Smoke Eaters. Also, in Vernon, the sale of the Vipers franchise is now complete as the Ray family put the finishing touches on the agreement that will see brothers John and Tom Glenn become the new owners. We'll have a Q&A with John Glenn posted to the BCHL website on September 8th after the dust has settled from opening night. And on that note, we'll get into the interviews for this week and no better place to start than with the defending league champions, the Wenatchee Wild. BCHL Communications Coordinator Jesse Adamson tracked down Wild bench boss Bliss Littler, who says a short offseason in Wenatchee after a trip to the RBC Cup semifinals is no excuse for a lack of preparation. He expects another big year starting opening night in Vernon. I think uh, recruiting, at least, I, I believe in the top programs, it is 365 days a year now. It, uh, it's in the old days you recruited in the summer, but um, most of our commitments and we did our camp in in May and uh, the week after the RBC. Or actually, our kids didn't even leave. We just we got back in the following Friday camp. We had camp, so um, yeah, I, I don't think it did. You know, maybe a little. Uh, you know, it, it might be missing a, uh, I don't know, uh, missed out on a few rounds of golf or a, a little bit of fun, but um, I don't think anyone's ever going to complain about having a, a long run in the playoffs and win the Fred Page Cup. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, so your your uh, home arena, your fans, it was already known as one of the best atmospheres in, B, in the BCHL. Uh, what do you think last year's uh, run to the finals in the RBC Cup meant to the fans? Is our tenth tenth year anniversary for for having junior hockey? Um, is our tenth year? I think that uh, um, our our fans have been used to having having pretty good hockey. But I, I think being able to win a championship on home ice, I think that was something special that um, that uh, our fans really got into. And from a team perspective, has has the team success um, changed anything as far as the program goes? Oh, I don't think so. I think we've, we've from day one. I think we've tried to do things right, and you know the motto of, uh, that we've had from day one is, um, you know, be the best junior program, uh, regardless of league or country. And that's something that we're striving to do is is go out every single day, and 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 try do things right. Okay, so you guys just wrapped up uh, exhibition play last week or last weekend. Um, what, what did you like about your team through exhibition and training camp? Um, I liked your team speed, uh, and I think that we we showed that we we have a good team speed right now. I think that uh, we we could be a little up and down, um, maybe for the for the first uh, quarter of the season, uh, but hopefully we can develop into to one of the better clubs and. Um, as our as our young players get better, I, I would think that uh, we just want to have a chance in the second half to, to compete. Uh, so you guys had quite a few guys move on from the team last year. 
Um, but you do have some guys coming back. Who are some names that we should look out for on this year's team, either uh, that are coming back uh, but will have a greater role or, or new guys uh, that weren't on the team last year? Well, I think uh, Lucas Soder, who's our captain, um, it's his third year here. He was one of our better players last year. Um, we'd expect that he'll have a big year. Murphy Stratton was a big part of what we did last year. I'd expect a big year from him. Uh, we also have Josh Arnold, who will be a second-year guy that's uh, committed to Northern Michigan. That He's had a, had a really good preseason up front. Um, we return our, our goaltender um, in, in Austin Park on the back end. Uh, you know, Chad Sasaki, um, I think he, he'll kind of anchor us right now as it's his third year here. It's Jacob Modry's third year here. Uh, and Drake Usher, it'll be his second year. So I think we have a, a, a nice amount of veteran players that return. Um, and then I, I, I would guess that uh, that we have some, some recruits that we're really high on, but uh, I think I'm going to let them, uh, I guess, earn their recognition in the league before me before I start talking and singing their praises. But we're, we're really happy with the, the group that uh, Coach Mendelson has recruited. Okay. And finally, you guys opened the season Friday in Vernon uh, against the Vipers team that you guys eliminated in last year's playoffs. Uh, are you expecting a little, a little extra from them uh, on Friday night? And what are you expecting in general from the season opener? Um, it's, it's, it's Vernon. I think... Uh, Expecting a little extra. I think every time you play Vernon, you expect a little extra. That um, they uh, they're a hardworking club, and um, I think Mark Ferner. I think he thrives on that. That they're they're going to be blue collar, and um, you know they're, they're they return a whole bunch. So I would guess that they'll be one of the better clubs in the league. And um, you know we we play our first ten on the road, so uh, can't think of a better place for our young guys to to go into and. and, and and learn about the pace and how hard you got to play than showing up in Vernon. That was Wenatchee Wild head coach Bliss Littler. Before we move on to the second interview segment of the podcast, a note right now from our partners at Subway. Subway's Korean barbecue pulled pork sandwich is back for a limited time. It's made with tender, slow-cooked pork and topped with a tangy Korean barbecue sauce. It's sweet with a little heat. Moving on now as we catch up with a former Surrey Eagles standout who's getting a chance to show what he can do on a big stage in Penticton. Mike Stenerson, now in his third season at UBC, has joined his Thunderbirds teammates as part of the Young Stars Tournament at the South Okanagan Event Centre. Also competing there is the University of Alberta, the Vancouver Canucks prospects, and the Winnipeg Jets prospects. Though UBC won't get to face the NHL's future stars this weekend, Stenerson says the start of the semester is going well and the team is well prepared for the task at hand. We're just getting to start classes today. So we had a, last week we had a good week of training camp and kind of get it, all the guys and stuff. And this week we're just getting used to the practices and the schedule and all the timing of like different class and stuff. But everyone seems pretty excited so far. Yeah, you just mentioned it, but I wanted to, to touch on that. Kind of a unique start to the year in that uh, UBC and the University of Alberta have been invited up to Penticton, the South Okanagan Event Center, to be a part of the Young Stars event, which also features the Vancouver Canucks prospects and the Winnipeg Jets prospects. So maybe you can just tell me about what your schedule is going to be uh, this weekend and uh, you know what you guys are going to be up to when you get to Penticton. Yeah, we head up tomorrow morning. Uh, we're busting up there. Around 8:30 in the morning, and then we uh, we'll grab some food and have our first practice at the uh, event center there. 
probably have an early night. And then the Friday we play at 4, before the Youngstars uh, play at 7. And then I believe Saturday we play at 7 o'clock. And then I think they play on the Sunday. We, we're going to game on the Saturday. Um, but we'll hang over both their games. So it should be an exciting weekend. Yeah, so both your games are against the University of Alberta, so you don't get quite to go, don't quite get to go head to head with uh, the Young Stars players and the Jets and Canucks prospects. But you do get uh, a couple of games against a big rival and a team that's usually amongst the best in the whole country in the University of Alberta. Uh, what do you expect uh, out of them in a couple of early exhibition games? Um, it'll be good. It'll be good to see where we're at as a team. Um, they're coming off a national championship. They're they're a very good team and. Uh, I think it'll be good for us to play our first couple of exhibition games against them and uh, see where we're at. Uh, I'm sure both teams will be a little rusty, but because of the new guys and whatnot, it'll be good to see what competition's like in our league and what they expect for uh, the upcoming season. We're talking with Surrey Eagles alum Mike Stenerson. Uh, Mike, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you don't get to go head-to-head with the NHL prospects, but uh, you know, maybe maybe there's a little bit of uh, the reason behind that is you guys would probably show pretty well against them. Some pretty mature players that play U sports hockey. A lot of guys coming out of the Western League, and you get five years of U sports, so you can get guys up into their mid twenties. Um, maybe you could just tell tell us what you tell people when they ask about U sports hockey and just how good university hockey is in Canada. Sven Butenshawn, former NHLer. Uh, what's he like to play for? How do you find him behind the bench? He's awesome. He's definitely a player's coach. He's, he's playing in the NHL, so he understands where we're coming from with the busy schedule of school and stuff. And it's kind of a little different than professional hockey, but he, he understands that we come from the, we come from classes most days, or we have classes of during practice that we have to leave early for. So he's understanding with that, and he's, he's very good at developing us. We uh, we do a lot of skill work. We'll do systems at the same time. He's very offensive-minded, and he, and, he, and he teaches us a lot in regards to uh, getting better offensively and with defensive, uh, the side of the puck, too, with uh, being a D-man. He teaches our D-man how to move it quicker, uh, work on power play, be strong in the D-zone. He's, he's really taught us a lot so far in his third year now. You guys have these exhibition games this weekend in Penticton against Alberta. Uh, obviously, the U Sports schedule doesn't start for a ways after that. So, what does the month of September and October look like for you with uh, with the T-Birds? Um, right now, we've got quite a few exhibition games. I think against well, Alberta, then we play Nate comes to Vancouver. We play uh, Trinity Western and SFU as well. So we have, we have quite a few exhibition games. It's kind of nice because we only play thirty games in the regular season here. So. The more games the merrier, especially early on, to get prepared for the season. Um, I like it. It's it's good to kind of get the rust off and get the feel for guys that you're playing with or the new guys come in that want to get the feel for the type of hockey they'll be playing for the next, the next few years. It's, it's exciting. And um, all of September's exhibition games, but, I mean, it's good to get going early and, and get the feel for it early on. 
You were an offensive player when you played in the BCHL. What do you expect out of yourself going into your third season at UBC? Um, I'm hoping to have a big year. My my first year back, I kind of had a slow start after taking a year off when I was transferring from the States. Um, last year, I had a pretty good offensive year, and um, it's nice we're going back with the same guys in the lineup, so we have a, we're sticking with our same line at the start, so we'll have a lot of chemistry early on, and I think we can be a productive line in the league if we uh, if we work hard and, and, and keep it simple and follow what Sten has planned for us. That's former Surrey Eagles forward Mike Stennerson with the UBC Thunderbirds. On to our final interview now, and we go up to the broadcast booth to get the picture from Victoria with longtime Grizzlies voice Scott Didman. With the talent they boast all over the ice, the Grizzlies and their fans can't wait for the puck to drop this season, though they'll have to wait until Saturday in Powell River for that. It's a blessing uh, to be involved with this team this year. I've been at it now 19 seasons starting this year, and I can't remember being this pumped going around the community talking to the new, the new sponsors and the old sponsors and the season ticket holders. Um, it's going to be a really potent team. Um, uh, we've got everything from goaltending uh, through defense up to the fourth, uh, the first line and second line. We'll get into that. So Cameron Thompson, a returning third-year guy who had a tremendous playoff, who's our MVP in the last year's playoffs, he's going to be on the top line on one of the wings, Newhook at center, and Riley Hughes, the draft pick from the New York Rangers, who I've witnessed through training camp. He's got wheels, he's got vision, he's got a shot. So the three of those guys, veteran experience and skills, it's going to be an incredible power play with We'll get into the defense in a bit. But to the second line, um, we're, we've got these two kids, um, Charles and Alex Campbell out of Quebec, which the Grizzlies have had some success with brother combinations. Of course, Jamie Benn and the Fitzpatrick brothers and the Reed brothers out of Vancouver a few years back as well. And we're really looking forward to what uh, Alex Campbell and Char- uh, Charlie Campbell can do on the second line. We haven't really got them pegged with a um, centerman yet. Um, different guys have bounced in and out of that line during training camp, etc. Um, so we'll see who ends up getting that uh, call. It might be uh, a big... Uh, Big Ryan Nolan, a big forward uh, 20-year-old veteran coming back this year for us. Now on the blue line, it's uh, also interesting. Uh, Carter Berger, I think, is a big name. Had a great season, attended uh, Anaheim Ducks prospects camp in the summer, and yet I think he still kind of flew under the radar a little bit last season. What can you tell us about where his game is? Well, I think you're right, and it's only because the depth that the Grizzlies have had on defense for the last two or three seasons has put Carter kind of back as number six position last year I think he kind of moved into number four what was great about Carter is I always right from day one and his parents love listening to the play-by-play they always laugh because I call him our little Scott Niedermeyer he's a end-to-end rusher great skater he can skate backwards as fast as he can forwards and he's got a really good shot and he sees the ice almost like Matthias Oland used to with the Vancouver Canucks so we're really excited about Carter he had a great training camp he was invited to the Anaheim Ducks uh, summer camp there and actually had Scott Niedermeyer on the bench and he scored a big goal to force overtime in one of the last uh, exhibition games so he left them on the ice for the entire overtime and last year speaking of overtime he scored three overtime goals for the Grizzlies and I called him Mr. Sunday because he scored some big ones on Sunday afternoons right here at the Q Center. I guess to round out uh, the 
positional side of things on the Grizzlies, we can we can look to the crease, and there's a couple of good ones coming back for the Grizzlies in Curtis Chapman and Zachary Rose. But I know you got a bit of news there, so can you fill us in what's going on? Well, right this now? is it. In fact, we we I, it was kind of neat because uh, we were a little worried about who was going to get the starting role based on the the skill level of both Chapman and uh, Rose. But Rose went under some surgery. He um, had some shoulder work done or some. Uh, elbow work. I'm not quite sure what the total injury is. He arrived in training camp injured. We've got Keenan Rancier, a local, uh, actually, uh, Victoria product who played, uh, uh, I think up in Kelowna for that select team or so last year. I'm not quite sure the direction uh, Keenan played for last year. But regardless, he's a local one, uh, uh, Victoria kid. But with Rose injured, not expected back till probably almost Christmas time. Uh, Curtis Chapman will get the nod, and he had a tremendous back end last year uh, in goal for the Grizzlies. So I think we're pretty tidy here in the Island Division. I'm sure you want to get into how things are going to look here. Yeah, well, I know obviously you're excited about the players you just talked about. We're speaking with uh, Victoria Grizzlies play-by-play voice Scott Didman. Um, what what can you tell me about uh, you know the, the way that that momentum has translated into the community, or what you're you're hearing about from uh, your brother Craig, the head coach, and how you know these players have helped uh, the team recruit for this season? Yeah, yeah, I've actually did my little write-up in the Grizzlies program. We call it reloading, not recruiting, because we have definitely reloaded. The depth, uh, I know, four lines. It's going to be tough to play for the Grizzlies this year. We've got guys like Marty Westhaver back for his third year that's going to, you know, sometimes be on the third or fourth unit. That's how deep the Grizzlies are. Um, yeah, the community, the, the, the vibe over here is this team might be uh, as good to watch, if not uh, more exciting than the, the Victoria Royals, which is a, a lot to say over here. I know a lot of people probably just – They've heard it before, but this is one of those years that's going to be pretty special. Um, you know, we, we've got Powell River, uh, you know, the first game of the season coming up on Saturday night in Powell. Um, we'll see how those two teams line up. It's always tough to win over in Powell on your first road trip, but these guys are pretty jacked. It's a it's a solid team, and Craig can just throw the ace of spades out there, then a jack of diamonds, then he can throw out his, you know, his, his uh, you know, ten of clubs, and he's got himself uh, some pretty solid players top to bottom so we're pretty pumped a couple new faces behind the bench in the island division not new faces in every case mike vandekamp goes from nanaimo to cowichan but tyler Koontz is behind the bench in powell river uh, what's your sense of how things might shake out in the island division this year well i think uh, you know I, i'm always gonna be no i won't be surprised at all if cowichan has a really good year because i think mike's so such a solid guy he knows how to get the boys jacked and i think he he's going to demand a lot he's been able to recruit some of his former clippers i've seen on some of the roster sheets and you know mike's a, a proven guy and and he's a he's a regular season guy too um Powell River with Tyler behind the bench. Uh, I think they're going to be fine again. Um, Powell River, as you know, they win a ton of games on home ice. Um, so they'll probably do that again this year. Um, Alberni, don't know what to expect out of the Bulldogs. Um, we're going to see them in two weeks' time. Um, and uh, and then uh, I'm just trying to think you got if I left anything out. I, I think I've got it. Uh, what about the Clippers? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Here we are. Yeah, the Nanaimo Clippers, we had a preseason game against them that I witnessed, and the Grizzlies did really well against them in that game, so it didn't really show uh, me too much. I don't know how much of the coaching staff put out their, their gunners. Um, Nanaimo, I think, is going to be maybe one of those teams that uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. That was Victoria Grizzlies play-by-play man Scott Didman breaking down the Island Division. And that will do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest BCHL news and notes, check in on the league website at bchl.ca and get our mobile app. It's free for Android and Apple devices. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.